You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What a world! Welcome to another episode of The Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blog and theboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from writer is your humble host on The Ocho. It is Thursday, the third day, October 19th, 2023. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and that your pop culture brain is going crazy because it is Thursday, the third day, which is a friend's reference, and it is October 19th, which is a community reference. Those are two of my all-time favorite shows. I hope they are two of your all-time favorite shows. Uh, we seemingly have the time for shows this week, What with the Dallas Cowboys on by, um, whether it's shows or a movie, actually, you do have some time, and actually, later on in the episode, we're going to hear from a good friend of Blogging the Boys, Chris Hanna of ZGN Productions, uh, Chris's film, his team's film, Now or Never a Tony Romo story. We spoke to him about a month ago um, in the lead up to this. It premieres on digital tomorrow on Friday. Um, it is accessible on a number of different platforms, Prime Video, YouTube, Vudu, Explore Flicks, Google Play, Hoopla. Uh, you can, you should, uh, assuming you can, rent it um, and watch it. It's going to be incredible how this is received. I'm really looking forward to it and really happy for Chris and his team. Like I said, we'll hear from him in a little bit uh, to kind of give you more information uh, What with the premiere finally upon us but with the cowboys bye week here um in addition to having the time to watch shows or movies there's a lot of shows by the way my wife and i are so behind on television i mean we have so many different shows we had a trip out of town last week and that put us even further behind the eight ball so you know i got a lot of stress in my life with uh, with you know catching up on on television shows but in all seriousness the bye week also offers an opportunity to, um, to take a look at who the Cowboys are and what they have been um, and also pontificate on who we want them to be when they emerge from the bye week. I did a stream in the BR app on Wednesday morning and uh, we talked about players who the Cowboys should consider trading for if that's something that you want to do. One of the names we talked about was Miko Hardman, who actually, right before I started recording this uh, portion of the episode on Wednesday at about 2.30, uh, Miko Hardman was sent back to the Kansas City Chiefs for a late-round pick swap uh, with the New York Jets. So he's off the board. If you do want a receiver option for the Cowboys, like I said, it's 2.37 as I look at the clock. Um, names that make sense right now, Hunter Renfro, Jerry Judy, if you want to explore that. Um Potentially Kendrick Bourne, uh, my good buddy Rob Stats Guerra is the biggest Kendrick Bourne fan I know, um, so that's a name worth considering. Hollywood Brown, somebody who has a tie to CeeDee Lamb, obviously. Um, you know, those are names to talk about. Obviously, Patrick Sertan gets a lot of discussion. That was a big topic of our stream, but um, but those are, are, are ways the Cowboys can improve, and I think that there are a lot of avenues that the Cowboys could look to improve their team. Um, it's certainly 
worth saying that while they are four and two, um, maybe they've been a bit disappointing. I know that I thought that that would be an unpopular take, but I think that I think that most people agree with that. I think that right now, I don't think anybody's mad at the Cowboys. And to be clear, four and two is is very good. Um, you know, if I, I mean, this is the proverbial cliche, but if, if I had told you at the beginning of the season that the Cowboys would be four and two at the bye week, I think we would have taken it, right? Because I think we would have said, well, they're probably going to lose to the San Francisco 49ers. Um, and then of the other five games, they might drop one because it's the NFL and, and it's a very difficult league to win on a weekly basis. Now, I know it's frustrating that the Cowboys lost to the Arizona Cardinals, but, um, you know, again, if I had told you that the Cowboys were going to lose to the Aaron Rodgers-led New York Jets, which, again, was what we thought we were going to see at the beginning of the season, um, you know, if, if it had been that loss and the, the 49ers loss, I think we would have felt a little bit different. But still, the point here is that 4-2 and two is hard to be disappointed in. But we are kind of disappointed in, in the way the Cowboys have gotten here. And I think that Monday night was a good example of this. Um, the Cowboys won. They beat the Chargers 20-17 to 17 in their first kind of you know, the other five games on the season um, were either blowouts or in the case of the Cardinals game, it just, you know, it, it felt like the Cowboys, speaking of being behind, you know, what I am on television, the Cowboys were behind in that game from the jump. And so Monday night against L.A. was the first kind of fight that went 10 rounds. You know what I'm saying? Where the Cowboys had to outwit, outlast, and and outsurvive. Uh, shout out to uh, to one of the shows that, uh, that I'm behind on. But um so they won, and, and they deserve credit for that, but the offense was so sputtery. Um, and some of these things, I think, are were, were made to feel better about them um, by way of seeing that red zone issues are, are kind of common across the NFL. I believe it was Nate Tice who tweeted out. Um, I might be butchering the exact details um, here, but um, red zone scoring is down um, significantly in the NFL, or it's, it's, a, it's at its worst that it's been since, I believe, 2011. Again, I'm... I'm generalizing um here what that stat was but so it's not just the cowboys that doesn't do anything to really make us feel better um but it's worth mentioning right the the title of this episode is contextualizing where things are at and i think all of these things are relevant pieces of context um and so when we look at the cowboys i mean there are things to really like and really be impressed with but there are things to be concerned about especially as the schedule looks to get more difficult so as things stand through week six uh the cowboys currently rank 11th in total DVOA at FTN Fantasy. Um, so pretty good, uh, but behind teams like the Seahawks and the Browns and the Jaguars, but notably behind teams like the Eagles and the Chiefs uh, and the Dolphins, who have the Cowboys have yet to play, and the Bills, who the Cowboys have yet to play, and the Lions, who the Cowboys have yet to play. And so I think that that's where we're kind of at, right? That's what the Niners loss sort of represents to a lot of us is, okay, cool, you can be the 11th overall team. You can be one of the, the final four teams left standing in the NFC, but think about the teams who rank ahead of the Cowboys in overall DVOA right now. The Niners who blasted them. The Lions who I think were properly afraid of, um, you know, that matchup that's coming on a Saturday in December. Um, the Bills and Dolphins aren't NFC teams, but those are, speaking of December, games that the Cowboys are going to have to go through. And the Eagles. So you've got, you know, I've, I've made this point in several places so far this week. Um, we've talked about, or we did talk about in the lead up to this season, how the Niners, the Eagles, and the Cowboys were the three best teams in the NFC, and that that is no longer the case. The Lions have leapfrogged the Cowboys, although if you go by DVOA numbers at this particular week, so have the Seattle Seahawks. Thank you very much, Honey. Um, Honey is trying to catch up to Bear in terms of appearances by family dogs here on the Ocho. Um, her bark is a, a bit of a terrifying one, so apologies on behalf of uh, Little Honey Bunches of Oats, but 
So that's disappointing. But when you break it down a little bit further, the Cowboys have the fourth overall defense by DVOA standards. They only trail the Cleveland Browns, who very impressively uh, beat the San Francisco 49ers, the Baltimore Ravens, who I think we all know are obviously an impressive operation year in and year out. And of course, the aforementioned Detroit Lions. I mean, goodness gracious, the Lions, by the way, are fourth in offensive DVOA and third in defensive DVOA. The only team, let me make sure I'm correct here, the only team who is in the in the top 10 in both offense and defensive DVOAs. Um, now I'm curious here, are the Niners and the Lions, even the Eagles are 13th in defensive DVOA. Oh, I'm sorry, the Ravens are 10th in offensive DVOA and second on the defense. I'm sorry, I also skipped the Bills. But still, man, the Lions are really, really impressing. And and I didn't believe, and I've, I've got that egg on my face, even though I have tried to um, atone for everything. But so, you know, okay, but getting back to the Cowboys, they're fourth in defensive DVOA. Like I said, trailing only in Cleveland, Baltimore, and Detroit. Okay, cool, but that's kind of chalk. The Cowboys are 16th in special teams DVOA, which is important, but, you know, you know, kind of okay. Like, I don't think anybody's, like, feeling passionate about that one way or the other, but offensively is where things are. are if you feel like, you know, maybe your feeling has been what mine has been for the last few days now, where... I found myself feeling like the Cowboys offense disappointed me. And then as I was kind of sitting with those thoughts, I thought, am I being too harsh? Am I am I expecting something that is untenable? Am, am, I, am I being ridiculous? Am I being unfair? Um, no, because the Cowboys rank 18th in offensive DVOA. They are not a top half offense um, in the NFL right now. Of all the teams who are ahead of Dallas in terms of overall DVOA, the only offense that ranks beneath them or below them, I should say, uh, are the Cleveland Browns, who rank 27th offensively. But that defense is so good. Um, and the Browns have a, a lot of weird issues. But, um, you know, for the Amari Cooper purposes, <laughs> that is really funny. Uh, but my point is, it's kind of rare. I mean, think about the team behind Dallas in overall DVOA. It's actually their next opponent. Uh, the Cowboys host the Los Angeles Rams next week. And Dallas ranks 18th in terms of offensive DVOA. The Rams rank 18th in terms of defensive DVOA. But the other side of that coin, the Rams are the fifth ranked offense by DVOA standards, and the Cowboys are the fourth ranked defense. So we're going to see two kind of middling operations when Dallas has the ball and two pretty efficient and, you know, high level operations when the Rams have the ball. And that's kind of the overall takeaway, I think, at this point. Uh, I was listening to Monday night's uh, recap on the Around the NFL podcast between uh, our friend Jane Slater and Nick Shook, and I thought Jane put it really well in terms of just you know, we don't know what we're going to get from this offense on a week-to-week -week basis, and that has incited all of the questions about Mike McCarthy. I think Dak Prescott did a lot to kind of quiet the concerns that, you know, fairly, um, you know, arose after the 49ers loss. Um, but so Dak Prescott has, I think, put life um, or put wind back into the sails of what we believe in and expect from him, but it's so hard to believe in Mike McCarthy right now. And I think if you've listened to me for a long time, you know how difficult that is for me to admit because I've believed in Mike McCarthy for a long time, but this offense just isn't getting it done. I mean, by any metric you want, by, you know, we just talked about DVOA. If we look at the only thing that kind of gives the Cowboys some bit of grace is the Cowboys rank 10th in terms of offensive EPA per play, but, you know, they're not performing really well 
in any kind of capacity. It's just offense is down, you know, a little bit across the NFL. And so they, it's just down a little bit less for them in that particular sense. And defensively, while I want to give the Cowboys all the kudos in the world, there are a lot of, you know, great defenses working against the run this season. And so we're seeing that kind of, I don't want to say inflate things, but I mean, defenses have gotten better is maybe the best way to put this in terms of the NFL. And so all that is cool and all that is great. But, you know, I think where we kind of come back, we, we sit here and we give the Cowboys their kudos and their props and whatever the case may be. And I think we're worried about what's coming down the bend because, you know, the Cowboys have four wins and three of the four offenses that they have played are really bad. And that's not to take anything away from what Dan Quinn and his group have done to them. But the Giants, the Jets, and the Patriots have three of the worst offenses in the NFL, again, by whatever metric you want to cite. The Chargers are one of the top five, top six, top seven, however you want to calculate it, offenses. So shutting them down is really impressive. Good job, Dan Quinn. We're proud of you. But it was kind of a close game. As mentioned, it kind of took all 10 rounds for Dallas to get that win. And it also took a, a bit of a, a Herculean hero sort of effort from QB1 and Dak Prescott. And so it feels like, man, it took all of that <laughs> just to win, you know, 20 to 17. So what happens when you do play the fifth ranked offense by DVOA's metrics in week eight in the Los Angeles Rams? What happens? when you do play the Philadelphia Eagles, who I know are a little bit down themselves, but are a tough team to beat no matter what the circumstances are. What happens when you play the Seahawks on the Thursday after Thanksgiving? Their offense, again, is shining right now. The Eagles, the Sunday after that. I mean, think about this run. Think about the offenses that the Cowboys are going to have to play in a five-week span, starting the Thursday after Thanksgiving. Granted, three of these games are at home. The Seahawks, the Eagles, those are both at home um, starting after Thanksgiving. Again, the, thir- uh, the Seahawks game is the Thursday night after Thanksgiving. We talked about that with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, So Thursday night football into Sunday night football. But so Seahawks, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions. Those are, that is literally half of the top 10-ish offenses in the NFL right now. Literally half of the top 10 overall teams by DVOA right now. Um, And, you know, that whole run begins week 13 and it's only week seven with the Cowboys on by. So a lot can and will change. We're talking about, you know, effectively double this overall amount of time and data set. But, that's what I think we're worried about. I think, you know, we were so high on so many elements of this Cowboys offense coming into the season, and the first six games have hindered some of the belief that we have on the offensive side of the ball. And so if you can barely grind out 20 points to beat the Chargers, again, good for you in every sense and every way, but that's not going to be enough against these teams, and it's certainly not going to be enough five weeks in a row beginning with that Seattle game. So this Cowboys team has to find a way to improve offensively. And I know like, whoa, what a, you know, what a visionary and unique take that I have saying the offense has to be better, but that's the truth of it all. That's what has to be the focus throughout the course of this bye week, whether the Cowboys do look to add by way of trade, whether the Cowboys just change the way they're doing something schematically. They cannot continue. I know we gave them credit for taking the low hanging fruit, but they've got to be willing to challenge down the field, the middle of the field, deep down the field. They cannot just sit back and hope, thank you very much, honey, to kind of overrun and overpower these other teams with their stout defense because we've seen the defense have moments of vulnerability, moments of mortality, moments of humanity, and that will happen over the course of the entire rest of the regular season, let alone throughout that five-week stretch. Honey, you're the best. Thank you very much, sweetheart. We really appreciate you. Thank you once again, honey. Uh, I'm proud to have you here. Let me get honey in my lap. Honey, come here. Come here. All right. Honey has now joined the show. None of you can see her, but she's licking the microphone. Um, She is a 
a cavapoo and my son loves her he loves to kind of cuddle on her um, and for those of you curious she and bear are getting along very well she runs the house if it isn't obvious by her sitting in my lap for this thank you honey for crawling into the microphone um yeah she is kind of the boss and uh bear's really good about it if my son drops a, a snack or something bear actually lets her um, he kind of gives it to her it's really sweet um so good job honey bunches um the show loves you very much but yeah, I think Honey came in at a good time because it was starting to feel a little bit negative, um, <laughs> honestly. But um, the offense has to improve for the Cowboys. That's really kind of um, the overall end point of this discussion. Um, this discussion does feel like it has reached uh, an end point, and I do want to get to the conversation that I had. I recorded it on Wednesday about lunchtime with Chris Hanna, once again of ZGN Productions. Um, Chris and his team have been working on this documentary forever and we had them on about a month ago like I said a little bit before the season started to kind of talk about uh, what went into it Chris told their whole story and it's remarkable and so it's so exciting um, that this is now going to be available for rent or purchase on digital um, so I mentioned the platforms a little while ago um, and Chris and I are going to talk about them so without further ado let's go ahead and get to it Chris Hanna from ZGN Productions joins us next right here on the Ocho. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Very pleased now to be rejoined here on the Ocho by the one, the only, the legendary, the dashing, the debonair. You know him from ZGN Productions. Um, rolling around high school football um, this time of year. Every time I check them out on Instagram, I feel like they're practically in the huddle. Uh, our great friend here at Blogging the Boys, the one and only Chris Hanna. Chris, uh, have you been hit by any of the uh, the 18-year-old players so far this year? Uh, thank you for having me, first off. Uh, no, there's been some close calls, but they like me. So they've been, you know, I've had a couple people move me out of the way sometimes. So, so far I'm good. Nobody's been hit. Yeah, well, I didn't think it was a purposeful thing, but you're like right up there. So I thought maybe it was like an accident or something that would have happened. But uh, but your team is very good at what they do. Um, so I understand you guys uh, avoiding contact. Uh, I mentioned your team, ZGN Productions. Uh, you were here. It feels like yesterday we're already at week seven of the NFL season um, and the Dallas Cowboys are on their bye. Um, this episode of the Ocho that we're recording right now, you and I, uh, it's Wednesday, October 18th for us. It's coming out on Thursday, October 19th. Um, are you a fan of the TV show Community, by the way? Uh, no, actually, I've never seen it. So, man, October 19th is a big thing um, in Community. So it was going to be it was going to be right. a cool moment for you and me if you had been. But just pretend that you were. Um, and uh, it's actually 
this worked out really well uh, for anyone who, for you, I think, and for us, um, for anyone who, you know, listens to this show, uh, you were here, like I said, not too long ago, promoting your Tony Romo documentary that uh, we didn't know when it was coming out, but it just so happened that it came out this particular week. And the show that I'm recording with you, we normally have on somebody who covers the team the Cowboys are about to play, but the Cowboys are on their bye week. So it just, again, worked out perfectly. And I hadn't told you this yet. Uh, but you're here because the film comes out tomorrow on Friday, October 20th. Tomorrow, Friday, is my birthday. Uh, so this was kind of a really great treat and surprise for me. So I'm really excited about this. I didn't know that. You never told me that it's your birthday. So well, I wanted to wait for a cool – I couldn't tell you when we were, like, texting. I had to wait for, like, a cool moment. You know what I mean? So um, so That's I've told awesome, you before – Tony, I've, I've said before, Tony Romo is my uh, – he, he will always hold a very special place in my heart that nobody will ever be able to match just because of you know, kind of my age, speaking of my age, um, you know, following his career and whatnot. But documentary release day is here. How excited are you, Chris? I'm excited. I think uh... – I, you know, in doing this uh, documentary series with my former high school here in West Texas, uh, Bleeding Red of the Bell Highlander story, that and working on, you know, this figure skater, uh, Gabby Bellman, a uh, gold medalist doc we're doing. Uh, we're actually going back to Toronto. So, plus editing like three others, it's like you're doing so much that you kind of forget that this big day that you've been waiting on for years is actually happening uh, tomorrow. So, it's, uh, it's really humbling. It's stressful. It's frustrating, but uh, I'm happy. So I think, like I said, I think uh, I'm probably going to wait till midnight or past midnight. Hopefully it's already there and I could just be the first one to click buy or rent. I'm, um, you know? I'm very excited. <laughs> So, so Friday's my birthday, as mentioned. Um, this is coming out, and the new Spider-Man video game is coming out. You told us that you sold your PlayStation um, in, in your whole story of how you, you made this film. Um, yeah. so this is just like uh, all of the factors and variables are kind of coalescing. And, and coming, coming together. together. It's like, exactly. It's like all the gems are getting on the gauntlet, and here we go. You know? Right. So um, for anyone who didn't listen to the episode, first of all, serious jerk move on their part like what are you doing listening to this one but not that one that was a mistake um kind of a thirty thousand foot perspective um you made a tony romo documentary that is the very very short you know analysis of all that this was um you know i don't know if there's a name for this you're the one who went to film school but um if you had to give someone the back of the dvd description or whatever uh, i'm sure there's a name for that but um on what this film is what went into it um give us a refresher on your project that's coming out tomorrow finally yeah so that's actually called the logline so <laughs> uh, the logline of this film would basically be tony romo a kid from burlington wisconsin and how he climbed the ladder um through high school and college and went on as an undrafted free agent to play for the dallas cowboys and through his grassroots background, how did he become the superstar that he was for the Cowboys? And, you know, the legendary uh, person that he is now with CBS as a broadcaster. So that's really the, the logline of it. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, in making the documentary and started off as a thesis and, and people didn't even believe in it, including one of my teachers, who, by the way, has been commenting a lot on Facebook that she's very proud of me. So that's, uh, that's awesome, I guess. Um, but, you know, it's, it, it, yeah, it, it was uh, making the film and meeting Tony Romo and making it without knowing if he was going to be part of it. I mean, that was all a success. And, and once we got that done, you know, back in two, 2019 and then went on 2020 and survived the pandemic and got it out. Finally, you know, we, we've gone through two years of 
both patiently waiting with the NFL to get the best deal possible. And we finally got the rights for a three-year uh, digital wide USA uh, digital streaming that happens tomorrow on Friday. And our goal is that if enough people rent or buy it and our analytics are good, uh, we do have enough interest from places like HBO or Showtime. And we hope to be bought out and be in a place where people can just stream it through those platforms. But if all we have is digital life, I'm happy with digital life because really we were so close to being scared that this thing would be shelved and never see the light of day. So I really do thank God and, and I thank all the family and friends and, and investors and people that believe that uh, Tony Romo, I think Tony Romo and his whole family that they kept believing. Everybody has kept believing. And so really sounds cliche, but as long as you believe and you keep working, I think uh, you can make the impossible possible. And so I hope that people that want to start their careers, they, uh, they do it. They just take a leap of faith and try to make something great happen. So, you know, when you were explaining, by the way, log line, now I'm, now I'm a film school graduate. Look at me. Uh, the, the log, the log line on, on like, there could be a documentary about how the documentary was made. And that's what the last episode that you and I recorded was kind of about. Um, and so I know I asked for 30,000 foot perspective, but there was so much in the story of, you know, you mentioned the NFL and getting the rights and obviously the pandemic happened and all these weird um, timings of coincidence, uh, Paramount Plus becoming a thing in that time span, and, and Romo obviously working for CBS, and there being kind of a natural relationship there, and ESPN Plus, and then his renegotiation of his own contract, and you know the existence of ESPN Plus. Like I think you know I learned a lot in our conversation about um, what it's like to you know, and I, I have a fraction of knowledge, obviously, to to make a film and to distribute a film, um, and you even now talking about how, you know, hopefully you get bought out by one of these places. There's so much of a story that goes into how somebody has a, a film or a movie or a documentary or a television show on HBO Max or Max or whatever it's called now. Um, so it's just, it's fascinating in that sense. And I, I say that not to underscore all that you went through and the turmoil and the ups and the downs and the selling of the PlayStation and the, was it a guitar that you sold? I think your partner yeah, sold guitar, guitar? PlayStation, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, but that's, what's so exciting. So the film is, the film is called now or never. And starting Friday, you mentioned at midnight, um, obviously, uh, beginning on October 20th, these are the platforms that people can access. I don't know if they have okay. but they said okay, Friday. So Friday by lunch. Friday. Yes. Yeah. Friday, Friday by lunch, generally speaking, people can access this. Um, so <laughs> let's, let's get into the, the understanding. So, I'm a, a casual person who wants to watch this. I can only rent it. I can buy it. I, let's give me the 101, please. The platforms, um, and we'll share graphics about this so everyone can see this, and, and you know, so you don't miss anything. Prime Video, YouTube, Vudu, Exploreflix, Google Play, Hoopla. Um, so first of all, is it a rent or buy thing? Give us, you know, everything we need to know. Yeah. So all those platforms tomorrow, Friday, October 20th, Arby's birthday. Send him a gift. <laughs> Send me a PlayStation as a thank you, right? Because right, yeah. I would play Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, and Madden, right? But yes, right. so it will be available uh, for rent and buy. So rent or okay. buy, or both, rent and buy. <laughs> you know? And so yeah. you'll be able to rent and buy it through, uh, you know, the one we're promoting definitely is Prime Video, because everybody has access to Prime Video, Google Play on your phone or your computer, uh, Voodoo, which is part of the Fandango uh, company now, and Hoopla, and our distributor, if you don't know, Exploration Films has their also their own um, platform called Explore Flix. 
So they're promoting that too, um, which we're all about it. You know, we'll help each other because they believed in us. Uh, but really, you know, on Prime Video, just go and search Now or Never, uh, Tony Romo. And if it's not showing, just put Tony Romo. It'll show up. Now or Never, oh, Tony Romo. Or Tony Romo, Now or Never, you know? So uh, it's really special, man, because I think at some point it was like Now or Never started feeling like for our story, right? Like it's like mm-hmm. it's Now or Never for us, like if this doesn't happen. And so there's a lot of correlations between the making of the film and Tony's story and our story. And so, yeah, we're really uh, just thankful that we have this opportunity to finally see it out for people to watch at home. Is there a, um, I'm just going to be blunt, is there a platform that you benefit more from just to push people in one particular direction? You said you were pushing Prime Video because obviously everybody has Amazon. Uh, By the way, this is coming out on Friday, one day after Thursday Night Football. So if you watched Thursday Night Football, if you have the capabilities to watch that, you have the capabilities, obviously, to rent or buy this movie. But is there a platform that you benefit more from that we can push traffic towards specifically? Yeah, I would say Prime Video. Definitely. Okay. Because, you know, we could even uh, run into a special situation where maybe Amazon um, Studios would maybe buy it because it's already there for rent or buy. So maybe it's easier for them to just be like, all right, we'll just move it here, you know? So that would be really cool. And Amazon has a history of working with the Cowboys, you know, through their own documentaries. Right. Well, they, um, speaking of now or never, they did the all or nothing. Or nothing. Yeah, yeah, on the uh, 2017 teams. That was six years ago, right? Yeah, so now they can have All or Nothing and Now or Never, right? So both same. So it would be perfect. So Amazon, if any representatives here listening to this, you know, let's do this. But yeah, I would say Prime Video. And, and obviously Google Play is a good one too because people can watch it while they're flying out or while they're on the bus or wherever on their phones with their cool headphones. So that's also something good. Yeah. But Prime Video is where we can... We can definitely uh, drive the analytics and and hopefully get bought out, which is really the dream. But the dream, big dream, the main dream is already fulfilled, hopefully at midnight tonight. (laughs) Yeah, um, I guess that's kind of my only question that I really have at this point, besides the technical side of things is like, what does this feel like? I mean, you've again, anyone we talked for like an hour and change last time and, you know, uh, 10 or so minutes right now. But this has to be like. This has to be like a really beautiful and frightening and chaotic and, you know, enriching and exhilarating sort of moment for you. Um, What with this thing you've spent at this point, most of your adult life, you know, just like life post 18 working towards. I mean, you mentioned you you've developed a production company in the process of it all. But that was this like catalyst that led to your life and career. And now that particular thing, like I know this is a long way of asking the question. I always think it's interesting whenever you see like. Uh, promotion for a movie like a big time whatever movie how they'll be like yeah but when we were filming like three years ago i'll be like what like what the hell took so long if it was if if you filmed it three years ago but like the story is a big deal and editing and things like that but what's it like for you to feel this day finally uh it feels real i think that's that's the main thing it feels like all those nights of fear of letting doubt in of will this even be seen and then I still have that making this new series and this Gabby thing. Will it even sold? Will it even be seen? And right now that you're asking that question, I'm like, yeah, it will. Because if we were able, not just me, but my partners, if we were able to get this done um, and get this seen after years, it just shows that the others will only get in as well because this one will pay the way for, you know, 
uh, Now or Never's brother films, sister films right. that are coming out that we've been uh, working on for, you know, more time. But it feels real, feels humbling, uh, blessed and thankful to everybody because, you know, you always kind of start doubting yourself, like if, if it's even going to happen or this and that, Eric. But then you start thinking of, you know, God wouldn't want me to have gotten this far if it wasn't meant to be. And so all the challenges and obstacles and and fear and dark nights and, and everything that I we went through, that I went through, I feel like they're just, uh, they're things that I know that God wanted me to learn and, and be able to get through so that I can only do it simpler and easier and be a better leader and leading my team into the next projects to And so I hope that Jerry Jones gets to watch this film at some point or any all the other players. To me, it'll feel like I fulfilled. Um, I'll be known as a guy that did this independent documentary, sold this PlayStation, and made it happen. And so ultimately, you know, um, I just feel thankful and, and emotional, and I think the tears will probably come out later on tonight. Um, but again, you know, and thanks to you and blogging the boys and everybody that's been promoting us. And I just feel like, it, you know, the dominoes will fall and eventually I think people will know about this film. So I think the main thing is if you watch it, tell your, you know, your cousin, tell your uncle, tell all your Cowboy fans, because that's who we are as Cowboy fans. We have so many people around us that are Cowboy fans and we'll tell them and we'll even tell the hater Cowboy fans and they'll watch it because they just want to hate on it. And so please watch it because I've had a lot of fans that are anti-Cowboys watch it and be like, I used to hate Tony Romo, but now I love him. He's such a good guy. So that's really what I'm proud of is that we made a film that transcends being a Cowboy fan. And it really shows people that it's really a film about a small town guy that had a big dream, made it happen. And like him, so many of us can do the same thing. I think that's really cool. Um, you know, we live in an age of, so many stories like now being able to be told because of the level of technology and level of streaming services and things like that. And um, I bring that up because uh, my wife and I recently started the David Beckham um, limited series. And uh, I don't know if you've had it. Uh, you've been very busy, but I don't know if you've had a chance to watch it. Um, and so I don't know if you're a soccer fan. I'm a Manchester United fan. So it's really cool for me. To, and obviously he and his wife are one of the most famous couples in the world, but my wife has like no understanding of who like, or his like, like the details of his story. And so we were watching and she was just like riveted to learn all this information. And I think you'll get a lot of that. Like, um, I think that some people assume like, oh, everybody knows Tony Ramos story. There's a lot of people who don't know that. And I think that you'll like the kind of aliens who land in, who have no idea what's going on. I think it's a really powerful story. I think yours is a really powerful story. You've spoken about your faith. Um, I've been vocal about my faith a lot in the past, and I, I know people have different beliefs and things like that, so I don't mean to make this about that, um, but it reminds me of uh, a Frank Reich, who is the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. I don't know if you recall how he got the job with the Indianapolis Colts, but um, the long story shortened is Josh McDaniels had agreed to become the Colts head coach. He backed out at the last second. They had no other option, and they hired Frank Reich. And everybody who wanted to see Frank Reich at this head coaching opportunity, and it finally happened, but in this un unorthodox sort of way. And I remember he did a podcast with Peter King, and Peter was like, you know, Frank, you're really devout in your faith. Like, do you thank God for for these opportunities and, and things like that? And, and Frank said something that I've applied a lot to my life, and it sounds like you've really lived out. 
Um, he said, yes, but I, I thank God just as much for the failures, like the, the failures, like every failure I had to this point mattered just as much and had just as much God involved as all of the successes. Like, it's not just the high points that are God showing up and acting in your life. It's, it's what you deem to be failure. Some things you feel like failures, maybe not, or whatever the case may be. Um, so I don't mean to suggest you had failures along the way, but you mentioned the long nights, the, the wonderments of whether or not this would happen. Um, all of those played just as much of a role. And I hope you feel the satisfaction from all of them as much as you do the, the cool emails and the positive things and the things that were, were objective step forwards. Um, I hope it all is, is kind of sitting with you in a way that, you know, you get the emotion that you deserve out of all this. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. You know, not only do I, do I thank God for the good and, and being able to have this opportunity to finally show the, you know, the USA for now, the film, um, hopefully the world at some point, but one step at a time, I do thank God for showing me the obstacles and the challenges that meant to do something this big. Um, because now I'm able to go through the markets, go through making films simpler, easier understanding. And, and yeah, one of my biggest um, failures was being too, uh, just feeling like just because I got the guidance that everything is going to happen and over, you know, just overachieving and, and really, un, you know, not understanding that there's legalities, not understanding that there's rights, not understanding all these things. And, and so I feel like that was a big, um, thing that I had to learn and had to go through and and it was that difficult to go through that now I understand why God wanted me to know this, why why he wanted me to teach me this. And not trying to preach it, you know, whether you believe in the universe or you don't, you know, you have to go through the bad to understand why the good is good and why we can't take it for granted. Mm. And so sometimes we take for granted the bad that's happening in, in our lives because in order to succeed, we need to have gone through adversity. And if we don't go through adversity, then how are we going to succeed? And how are we going to appreciate the success? Mm, that's really well said. Um, so once again, uh, this is accessible starting Friday, October 20th. I'll say them again. Prime Video, YouTube, Vudu, ExploreFlix, Google Play, Hoopla. Um, we'll have an article up on our site at blogontheboys.com over the weekend um, that has all the information you need to know. Um, you can also get it. Uh, I'm going to, I don't know if I will at this point, um, by the time people are listening to or seeing this, uh, but you can see the trailer all over mine and Blog on the Boys' social media properties. Uh, if you need to, you can follow ZGN underscore productions and now or never doc on Instagram. Uh, get all the information you need to know there and hopefully all the reviews of success that are to follow from here. Um, you did it, Chris. You did it. Congratulations. You made it. Yeah, thank you. We did it. You know, the, the team, the partners, the friends, the ones that have always been there. Uh, my mother, who's done so much to help me out get through this. And so at the end of the day, you know, this film, I know it's touched a lot of people through, through our, our festival run, but you know, I really hope that it makes a difference in young kids' lives that they too can make it. And one final thing I can say is um, in showing Tony Romo's Mexican-American um, background, I've had a lot of people who were just kind of blown away sure. that Romo was Mexican-American because a lot of people think he's Italian because of Romo. Sure. And so, no, it's not a Romo, it's Romo, right? right. So I'm really excited that people um, will be able to 
look at themselves in his life because I did. We need to hear from the borderland of El Paso and see how flat is. So I, I hope that it touches more people and, and you watch it and you enjoy it and you use this this film to drive you and be motivated through your own success. Mm, that's okay. really, really well said. And we talked about that last time, obviously, um, as a Mexican-American, excuse me, as a Mexican-American myself, um, that hits with me, um, lots of members of my family, like we talked about. So I'm uh, really looking forward to seeing all of uh, the success this film is going to have. So I want to be very clear, everyone, the only thing they can or the first thing they have to watch this weekend is now or never but uh last time you recommended i think it was gran turismo um the movie yeah if, that, no, like a month ago yeah, yeah um, if, <laughs> Still if you had like, you get so much, but watch now or never first that's what i'm saying so if you had to recommend yeah. something else to watch after now or never doc this Ooh. weekend because the cowboys are on by so people have a little bit more time on yeah. their hands uh something they can watch at home because at the time gran turismo was in theaters again it can be old it can be new uh but you're somebody who um you know you you know the term logline you know what i mean like you're somebody who knows more about this than we do uh so what is something you recommend to watch once again after completion of now or never and after having told everybody uh that everybody knows about now or never i will go the route of sports so you were talking about david beckham i don't know if you, I, I don't know if you've seen um the series that's out on Disney Plus called Save Our Squad. Okay. Beckham, have you seen it? I have not. Oh man, it's so good. That's actually okay. kind of like why I'm doing the series as well, because he literally goes back to his old club before he even, you know, made it as a pro, and he goes back and like helps that club get back into its winning ways, you know, with, mm. with kids and making so. That's why I do like Beckham because he actually goes back and tries to make a difference in kids' lives. And that's what Save Our Squad streaming on Disney Plus. And hopefully maybe we'll end up on Disney Plus if I'm promoting <laughs> them. So come on, Disney, let's go. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, Disney, uh, if you're from the Rumble story first, and then you can keep that train and then watch Save Our Squad because I highly recommend it. It's a beautiful series as well. Well said. Okay. Um, I'll check it out after I watch Now or Never um, 10 different times from 10 different devices, 10 different subscriptions. Uh, that's the plan. Uh, Chris, Hannah, thanks so much for the time. Best of luck. We're rooting for you in the film and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. I want to give a big time shout out, big time thank you to Chris, Hannah for taking the time to join us. I am so excited. I cannot wait to watch. Uh, I mentioned I was behind on a lot of TV things. Um, but I'm going to put them on pause and on hold to make sure I get this done. If you want more information, you can follow them on Instagram at ZGN underscore productions or follow the documentary specifically at now or never doc. Um, that's like, what's up doc D O C, um, so on the Instagram. So go check them out. I tweeted the trailer out myself, uh, from my Twitter personally on uh, what's today, Wednesday. So you can go watch it there. Um, and you can obviously access this starting on Friday. Also on Friday, I will tell tell you now we are going to be giving away a signed copy of the documentary chris was very kind uh, to donate that obviously to the blog and the boys audience so follow us on twitter the instructions and information will be there uh, on friday sometime around lunchtime it will last about 24 hours so if you can check it sometime friday afternoon um, you can figure out how to enter that contest and hopefully win this you know and not only get you know an autographed copy, but be able to watch this movie. I'm very, very excited myself, and I'm very excited for all of you as well. Um, I don't know what you got going on in the bye week. Um, I hope that if you are a Rangers fan, you have some stress going on, because I hope my Astros were able to make this thing a bit of a series. Uh, by now, you know the result of Game 3, so it's going to be tough, uh, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. The Astros are, are 
are battle tested. And so we'll see if they're able to ultimately pull this off. Um, I'm going to smoke a brisket on Friday. I'm very excited about this. I tweeted about it. So thank you to everyone who offered some tips and tricks. Uh, shout out to me church, uh, as, as always for all the important guidance. Um, but yeah, if you are kind of using the bye week to get something done around the house, speaking of honey, who's still in my lap, uh, some honeydews or whatever. Um, I hope it goes wonderful for you. I hope you enjoy the time. It is always really fun. Um, when the Cowboys aren't playing to just kind of sit back and relax, especially when we get to enter the bye week off of a win. I know that we kind of have a problem with it, but, um, but it's, it's good to take a breath and it's good to, you know, not have any stake or any kind of skin in the game. Um, and, and see how, see how the chips fall, like see if the Eagles fall on Sunday night against the Dolphins or things like that. But whatever you got going on, I hope it's wonderful. I hope you have the best weekend. I hope you have the best time. I hope you enjoyed whoever you're with, and I cannot wait to talk to you soon enough. So I hope you have the greatest day of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out. more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.